In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. He was an expert about systems and quality. And one of the things he said was, if you can't describe what you do as a process, you don't have a process. Mm. And I was like, that's what I've seen from top loan officers is everything is a process structured, defined client, you know, lead comes in, call, you know what I mean? Soup to nuts, processing, post-close. It's all a process. Hey there, Jeff Zimfer. Welcome to this episode of the Mortgage Marketing Radio Podcast. I am thrilled you decided to tune in. Of course, as always, we are on episode 260, 260. Hey, and if you've been listening for some time, I sure would appreciate you taking a moment right now on your smartphone, wherever you're listening to this, tap through until you find the leave a review uh, part of the podcast app and go ahead and leave us a review wherever you're listening to this, Spotify, iTunes, or somewhere else. Appreciate that. Helps us reach more people and add more value. In addition, um, good news. I wanted to bring to you some good news. And who doesn't like good news? Uh, so look, we're in a situation in a market where um, I just got off the phone earlier with a couple of officers. And one of the primary focuses that they're shifting to, of course, is going back to re-engaging, rebuilding, igniting, or reaching out to new realtor partners to build relationships. That's the buzzword, build relationships, as if that you shouldn't have always been doing that, right? Of course you should have, but maybe you got taken aside by the refi, live and die by the refi. And now um, I'm hearing a lot of loan officers calling agents across the country and a same is lame approach is falling flat. It's not working. Let me tell you about our company. Let me tell you about our great rates are. Let me tell you about this or that. How about we shift the conversation to how can I help you? How about we shift the conversation to what's your biggest challenge right now with the market shift? What's changed in your business plan for the rest of this year and into 2023? And I ask because I think I can help. Like that's the stuff we're coaching realtor, or loan officers on right now, how to approach real, uh, realtors and have conversations. Uh, we're also helping loan officers build their personal brand in their local community and scaling, right? Reaching maximum agents in minimum time and getting referrals on demand. You've heard it before. That's right. My agent classes. Hot off the press, I got a brand new... Brand new success story from Jeremy in Arkansas. Jeremy sent me an email yesterday. says, I have a home buyer class that I'm doing with a new agent as a result of your platform. 
They already have 75 registered for this class, and the class isn't even until October 22nd. Folks, today is September 27th. Now, my question is for you. The name of the game is attention. The name of the game is value. The name of the game is how do I help my realtor partner succeed? How do I bring them right opportunities and deals? How do I help them with their business? Lead with an educational platform. There's lots of different ways to do that. And we help you do that through our weekly live Zoom coaching calls that we do every single week in my agent classes and the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership. You want to get results like Jamie? You want to get results like the other success stories we've talked about for the last few weeks here? What are you waiting for? Go over to mortgagemarketing.pro. Check it out. If it's right for you, great. If it's not, what is your plan? How are you going to get in front of the existing flow of business that is going to be coming from realtors? And how are you going to actually be a modern mortgage professional and take care of the digital side of things as well? The consumer first side, your social presence, generating your own leads, and then having a platform and a process to be able to manage those leads effectively, follow up, nurture, and convert. That's what we do for our members over at My Agent Classes. You get both sides of that. You get the traditional realtor database, marketing, relationships, referrals, and then you get the modern mortgage originator side of things with the tools and platform we provide, I call it the hybrid loan officer. Maybe you'd like to become one. Go to mortgagemarketing.pro. This week, we're turning the tables. Um, my wonderful good friend, uh, Carl White, who I've been a fan of uh, and brother for, uh, we think it's been 15 years we talk on this podcast. So here's the thing, right? Um, I asked Carl to be on the podcast because Carl's one of the most influential people in this industry has helped tons of people be successful and build profitable businesses. You may have heard of him in the Freedom Club and the Mortgage Marketing Animals, which uh, you can go check both of those out. We'll provide links in the show notes for that as well. But Carl asked if he could turn the tables and ask me questions. And so I said, sure, I'm always up for a challenge, right? Step outside of my comfort zone. So on this episode, what you're going to hear is Carl asking me questions. It's not often that I get interviewed. I'd love more opportunities for that. But Carl's asking the questions on this episode, and we have a surprisingly uh, meaningful and impactful, and I think, conversation that moves us on one level, but also I think is inspirational for you if you're going to listen to this too. So um, hope you enjoy it. If you did, hey, reach out to me, let me know. You can email me, DM me on Facebook, or leave a review, like I said earlier. So you know what we're going to do now. We're going to get into this week's show. Carl White, welcome to the show. Brother, it is great to hear uh, to be here, Jeff. But you know, I'm going to I'm going to kind of kind of we're we're buddies, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, we've been friends. Dude, we've been friends a long time, Jeff. I know. I was thinking about that recently. It's at least 10 years. Oh, it's it's at least 10 years. It, it's <laughs> I, I think it's more than that. I th- I think it's close probably closer to probably closer to 15 if I'm kind of tracking back. But anyway, so I'm going to pull something on you here. So uh, you were kind enough to reach out to me and said, hey, man, I'd like to interview for a podcast. But And and, and I listened to your podcast, which, by the way, just was in, uh, I think, was it Housing Wire put it as one of the top podcasts in the nation? Well, we were both featured in there. So, yes, we're, but, we're but, good yeah. company. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, so awesome. Congratulations, brother. And so I listen to your podcast all the time, dude. And dude, you do some great, you know, you do some great interviews and you're going to be humble and go, oh, well, you know, whatever. But <laughs> you and I both know you do some great, great, great interviews. And But as Lisa, said, dude, nobody ever interviews you. And you talk to all these people, all these loan officers and company owners and influencers and people that make all these great tools and the Dave Savages and Mortgage Coach and 
Boomerang and all this stuff that you do, mm-hmm. nobody ever asks you about what do you know? And so, so if you, I, 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 if you don't mind kind of turning the table here and, you yes. know, and everybody knows we, we, this is a podcast this is recording, dude, if you don't like it, we can just delete it out. And we'll do something else, but then edit all this stuff out. But right. I really would, I, I, I put together a couple questions here uh, last evening when I was thinking about doing this. I'd like to ask you a couple questions and, and kind of interview you. Is that, can we, it's kind of weird. It's kind of like going on the Johnny Carson show and say, yeah, hey, wait, I want to interview Johnny, but dude, what a great interview that would be. Wouldn't it? I mean, it really, would be. it would be, that'd be really cool. Yeah. So uh, is, there, is it okay I, I, if I do that? Yes. Uh, I will do my best to answer the questions and deliver value. So, all right, I'm ready. Warmed up. Let's go, baby. All right. So, so, you know, Dude, you've been doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, uh, there's a couple of reasons why your podcast is so popular. So number one, it's great content and it is, but that's not the secret sauce. Your secret sauce is your energy. Mm-hmm. You have a fantastic energy level. And it's what, it's what, uh, dude, I just love you, man. I think you're just an awesome dude, right? And you've been helpful for me and, and I know lots of loan officers, but this enthusiasm you have, it's, 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 I find it interesting like, what is it about, like, the mortgage and real estate industry, like, that you just love? Like, where, where does this passion come? Like, really, where does this passion come from? Yeah, good question. And, and that is accurate. It is a passion. Um, and and I, I remember back to my early days, 2003, when I got in the business um, and I was, you know, making a decision about what direction I was going to go because I had recently stopped, you know, kind of being in the seminar business for Tony Robbins back in the day and all that kind of yeah. jazz. So anyway, um, first and foremost, I think, interestingly enough, the people, like the community of friends and network that I've maintained, and I'm sure you have as well for 10 plus years in this industry is, seems unique and different than as I look at other industries. And I don't know if that- How what, so? How so? I mean, it's a little bit different than the real estate side, if, if I dare say so, meaning real estate agents. Whereas I find generally we in the mortgage space, the mortgage professionals are much more open and willing to share Mm -hmm. than on the real estate agent side and not to go down that rabbit hole, but it's just, I've never, never had really had a situation where people like, Oh no, I can't share that. Or I can't say that, or that's Mm -hmm. just my thing, my own, you know what I mean? Uh, Because everybody's in, they understand what the struggle is, right? Let's face it. This is, this is a hard industry. Um, and there are lots and lots of challenges over the years in this industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything I, th- I think, at least the good people, right. Or that, that's who's in my world. Let's say this, because I know there can be probably some people who maybe don't adhere to this, um, MO, but we're all, I just forget the sense that we're all collectively here and maybe I'm Pollyanna, um, like hoping, you know, kind of cheering on pe- mm-hmm. other people's success or results. So I don't know if that's the answer, like you were expecting, but also I kind of fell in love with this industry because the difference you can make, now this is going to sound cheesy and cliche, but I remember like when I was doing first time home buyers and during the, during their, during their first loans, and even like people who you're doing their second loan, their third loan, or working with somebody who, you know, has unique situation, uh, uh, self-employed and they want to buy a $2 million house and, you know, tax write-offs and all you get to solve problems, I guess. Yeah. That's what I love about this industry. I, I like solving problems and, and it's really cool to do that. Hmm. Hmm. That's very interesting. So, so is the, is, is like the, the problem solving, like your favorite part I, I, or let me, 
because I heard two things there. I heard yeah. people and problem solving and yeah. sharing, which, by the way, I couldn't agree with you more that that is a very unique thing about this industry. And, and I find it particularly, I agree with you, with the loan officers. We're really agents too, right? We're not mm-hmm. throwing them under the bus. Well, not not completely under, maybe the legs. Yeah, yeah. The, maybe the legs, but not the body, not their torso, you know. But They'll survive. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I have found the same thing, man, that like you go to con- loan officer conferences, yeah. uh, man, up there on stage, top producers, man, this is exactly what I do, you know, and uh, and oftentimes, you know, holding nothing back. So, yeah, I, I, I could agree with that. Hey, well, speaking of which, though, so, all right, so there's another question I want to ask you just real quick. So you've interviewed a lot of loan officers, like a lot. And, and, and frankly, not just interviewed them. Uh, like here on the podcast, but just hanging out, you know, at the uh, dude, every time you're at a conference, it's like you think that Brad Pitt had just walked across, you know, walked into the crowd and everybody's flocking to him, you know, kind of thing. But, but when, like, when you're talking with all these loan officers, these top producers, like, is there any kind of, I don't know, like, what do you see in common? Like, what, what are they mm-hmm. either who they are or what they're doing or their habits mm-hmm. or the systems they have? Like, you know, like recurring themes that you see uh, to the top producers? Yeah. Um, hundred uh, percent. First and foremost, what comes up for me there is mindset. How they see themselves is different and how they see their role is different. Meaning um, I would say most don't see themselves as a loan officer. They see themselves as a business owner mm. and that drives mm. everything. And I know, you know, very well, mindset is everything, right? It's like that old, that old thing we've seen that meme, that post of the, the cat looking in the mirror and sees a lion. Yeah. Right. I think that's what that's what some of the more successful LOs I've seen is they see themselves as that lion. Mm. Um, now that doesn't mean they got there immediately or overnight, but at some point you got to realize, right, that you need it's all how you see yourself. Do you see yourself as a salesperson or a business owner? Because everything will 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 change based on that perception or mindset about yourself. How you set up your business, your structure, how you communicate, right? How committed you are to improvement, soup to nuts. That's the if I would say if there's an any overarching thing. That's it for me. And then we can get into like, you know, other systems and processes, but that's the first step. You know, it, 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 that kind of reminds me of a thing. Um, uh, you know, you know, Perry Belcher, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I learned a lot from that dude, man. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's, he's uh he's an awesome, he's not in this industry, you know, he's in a different industry, but he taught me something one time. He said, uh, Carl, let me tell you something. Good salespeople think sales is a good thing. And bad salespeople think sales is a bad thing. And I think it's having that mindset of the, the top producers have this mindset of, I'm, I have a product that helps people. Mm. And I'm going to let as many people as I know, mm. know that. Mm-hmm. And the people that worry about, well, I don't want to be salesy. Yeah. yeah that, that's not going to work out so well, you know, or I don't want to be, I don't know. You, you, know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what do you think that I, I got? So why do you think? What, what is that? What is it that I'm a loan officer mm-hmm. and, but yet I don't let all my friends and family, I don't, I don't have a call to action. Mm-hmm. Like anytime I'm talking with friends and family members, I hold off and like, well, they know what I do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be pushy. Yeah. What is that that holds us back when we know if we made more offers, like if we let more, if we actually ask for the business more, it would close more loans. Yeah. What do you think it is, which the top producers, that goes, this goes back to the top producers. What do you think that it is that holds the average loan officer? The, uh, here, better question. 
What do you think it is that holds the average loan officer back? Now, in the context of asking, I think it's fear of rejection. Mm. Fear of judgment, fear of rejection. How do you overcome that? Uh, that's a great question. Um, cause I, I've definitely dealt with that myself. Um, sure. and I think it, it, it gets down to at some point you've got to accept the fact that if you have done the work, so to speak, air quotes, done the work, meaning you actually know what you're talking about. You know, it, it reminds me of like, uh, les, l- lately I've been listening to uh, Alex Hermosi, you know, who he is yeah. mm-hmm. a guy. And so like, he talks about putting content out there and, you know, um, what's good content. And one of the things he says is, well, well, first of all, do something like do good shit is what he says. And then yeah. tell people about what you do. <laughs> mm. and, and I think the more good you do, the more, re- you know, results you get. Uh, the better job you do for people to, to, and, and the, to the level at which you actually care about helping people solve problems, right? Mm-hmm. Your belief is going to go up for that, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. A little bit of a long road to get there, but I think to your question about how do you change that is you, you know, more results for sure, you know, um, and you having actual knowledge, knowledge like that you can actually make a difference with the knowledge you have and you impart mm-hmm. to somebody. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like so. What you're saying is, it's worth the 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 the, the nose, or the the risk of the no is worth the benefit of helping those people to say yes. Well, and again, that goes back to mindset too. Is right. You got to understand um, that failure is part of the game, right? And that's just like you know when you're driving across country and you're seeing those little mile markers <laughs> along the road. Like yeah. some of those are going to be failure. You know what I mean? And you just got to keep driving, man. That's just like, okay, you're on your, your North star is that destination. And there's going to be some road stops some failures, mile markers, et cetera, along the way, you know, and that's just, Oh, another one. Okay. They said no, or shit, screwed that up. Whoops. What, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I think it's really that simple. Dude. I think we all suffer with it, right? It's just some, some take, keep, let that keep them from, from all the wonderful things they could have and helping so many other people mm-hmm. and it keeps them from that. And others do it anyway, just simply push through it. And then you help people. Hey, on these top producers, any particular uh, systems or anything that they're using, like that you see in common, like, 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 sure. is there something that they're doing that, that, that the average loan officer isn't doing? Yeah. I think first and foremost is they don't wing it. They don't wing it what they say. They actually have a predefined dialogue or talk track. Um, mm-hmm. dare, dare I say scripting? Ooh, yeah. That dirty word. Yeah. Um, uh, because a lot of people have associations to the word scripting, right? But I think um, there's, 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 there's a book I love. and I, I interviewed this guy on the podcast. It's uh, exactly what to say when you need to say it or something like that. Phil Jones. Um, and he wrote, a, he wrote that version uh, specific for the real estate industry. But one of the things he said is the worst time to think about what to say is in the moment you need to say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, that's pretty brilliant, man. Cause somebody says no, or the rate's too high or no, I'm not going to, not going to send you a referral. Like what do you, you're like, your brain's got to come up with an answer then. No, it's like, you, mm-hmm. you better know what your response is to that. You know what I mean? I do. I, I've always thought of, I like scripts. I mean, I, like you, like what you're saying. Uh, I, I, I look, if, if you asked, if you asked me my phone number, I'm going to give you the exact sequence of numbers every single time. It's a script. 
Yeah, yeah. Because if I change that up in any way, shape, or form and, and substitute one of those numbers for another one, we're not going to get the same result. When, when you go out to reach out to call me, you're not going to get, I'm not going to have the opportunity to speak to you because this, it was the wrong script, the wrong number was given there. Yep. And so I think like, like, you know, when people ask, what's your rate or, or, or why should I refer to you mm-hmm. brother? If you don't have a, if you don't have a, 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 as my friend, Steve Kyles calls it conversations by design, yeah. if you don't have a design conversation with that answer already in mind of how to answer that, brother, you're going to get spanked by the one that does. I'm just telling you. So there's no way we call it the rectal extraction method. There's no way you're going to pull it out of your butt. Yeah. An answer that somebody else has practiced that same answer. So I like that. So script, any, any, any other uh, specific system? Yeah. Well, uh, you said the key word system. Um, you know, I'm thinking about my uh, old friend, dare I call him Michael Gerber, author of the E-Myths and stuff, yeah. Michael, many, many years ago and had and interviewed him as well and spent some time with him and his wife. And so if you, any, you, you know anything about Michael Gerber, he's always about the system is the solution, right? Um, and most people spend too much time working um, in their business instead of on their business, right? And so what I've seen from top producers is they have systems, systems in place for client acquisition, for client fulfillment, for you know, everything soup to nuts. Now, I know this is at various levels based on where you're at your career. If you're just starting out, you're going to build these things as the plane's flying, right? So to speak. But you've, you've got to have systems in place for all those things um, and a process. Uh, 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 it's funny. Whenever I get interviewed, I get all these little <laughs> quotes and cliches coming back in my head. And I remember yeah. Edward Stemming. You ever heard of Edward, Edward, Edward Stemming? I have not. He was the guy who was the father of the um, total quality movement. And so back in the, you know, after was it World War II, he actually went over to Japan and helped the Japan car manufacturers um, with their quality movement, right? This is an American guy, right? Called over there to help Japan improve their quality and their output of their products for, for, for the auto industry. And of course, we know Japan kicked our ass for a number of years in the auto industry. Yeah. Um, fast forward, long, long you know, story short, he came over and obviously did the same thing for the US. But the point is, is he was an expert about systems and quality. And one of the things he said was, if you can't describe what you do as a process, you don't have a process. Mm. And I was like, that's what I've seen from top loan officers is everything is a process structured, defined client, you know, lead comes in, call, you know what I mean? Soup to nuts, processing, post-close. It's all a process. Mm. Hey, I, you know, a couple, a few minutes ago, you mentioned that you used to work for Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, amazing guy, of course. <laughs> what's what's one thing you learned from him? Well, a few things are popping in my head, but uh... <laughs> that you can that you can report here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um... Man, that's, I haven't, I'm, you caught me off guard with that one. Um, hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm like tapped, I'm hitting this emotional side right now of like, you know, what's the, the impact he made on, on my life on that journey way back then. Um, and maybe that's it, man. Maybe, maybe make an impact. Because people that aren't watching this, uh, we're on a podcast. You and I are on a Zoom. We're watching each other. Yeah. I, I, can, I can see the emotion on your face here with that question. That's, uh, that's impressive, actually. Um, well, all right. So give you the context of that. His, his book, his first book in limited power was the book I read 
which, which caused me to want to go work for him. And it was the first time, like I had read other personal development books, like, um, you know, thing grow rich and, uh, Norman Vincent Peale and all that kind of jazz. And I literally remember I'm living in Maine. I'm living at my parents' house, all, you know, reading these books and I'm like working on myself and all that stuff. And, uh, his book was the first book I read where the lights went on. It was like, you can control this thing right here, this brain I'm pointing at my head for those that, um, but you can control your mind. You can control the dialogue you have with yourself, the questions you ask yourself. You can control how you forecast your vision, like how you see yours. And I was just like, holy shit, nobody's ever like said that before. Right. And I'm like, I can absolutely, literally Carl sounds funny. I said this to myself, you mean I can actually take control of my life and do what I want to do with it. Hmm. Like to me, that was like earth shattering. <laughs> you know, that, that sounds a lot. Uh, and I know, other people might have said this in the past, but the first time I heard it was from a lady. Her name is uh, Lee Miltier. Sure. Yeah. Lee Miltier. Yeah. Yeah. Them. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she taught me, she said something to me one time that was a, I've had a probably you could count on one hand, what I would call life-changing moments. And this was one of them. She said, Carl, you're the director you're the producer and you're the writer of your story. And the wonderful thing is you get to choose the scripting. You get to choose the supporting cast, right? Big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and do not ever, ever, ever hand that ink pen to somebody else, right? That's your ink pen. You get to decide who's in your movie with you. Yeah. And what role do you play and what role do they play? And uh, so it sounds like that same kind of thing, what you're talking about with Tony. So it's interesting. I really love that- the visualization of that though, with like people in your lives and you get to script and write the whole thing. And yeah. That's yeah. Really cool. Well, I can tell you, man, on a personal level, there is no other person that I would uh, having you as uh, 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 in the cast of my story. Um, it's been a really good ride, man. It has. So it's, it's been a really good ride. So I, uh, I, uh, I'm glad I, I, I'm glad I wrote that chapter, uh, the day that we met. I don't even remember where we met. Do you remember where we met? I think the Dan Kennedy event. Okay. 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 Cause I know we, we, we weaved in and out at different events and whatnot. We, so were, we recorded a video together at some hotel like 10 years ago. I think Mike Lafito was there. If that I thing. still have that video. I still have that video. I have, I have to bring a, that you out. Got a, you got a paper plate out. That's right. It was, it was my million dollar paper plate. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll dig that out. I still got that. I'll dig that out. That'll be, That'd be awesome. That'll, that'll be fun to watch. So, uh, Hey, um, uh, like right now we find ourselves in a changing market. Right. And so as we're recording this today, um, what can or, or should loan officers be currently doing with the current market to, to get business now and to, and to build like the future pipeline? Sure. What, uh, what, what action items, what, what action or what, what should they be doing now with, with uh, today's market? Anything different than last year? Is it like the same thing? Yes. Different? Lots different than last year because all you did last year was try and facilitate the refi volume, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what we did for the last two years is we were facilitators hmm. because it was like the friggin' tsunami of refives was hitting the shores and you're just like scrambling to, to put, you know, handle the volume. You didn't have to sell. You didn't have to market. You didn't have to work on your script, your mindset. Everything was great, baby. Champagne corks popping, right? All that kind of jazz bottle service. 
<laughs> I mean, it's like the visual that everybody was living off of uh, high on the hog. And all of a sudden that tsunami has like sucked out, gone back out. And then you see who's naked, right? Cause you're like, Oh my God. Right. There's this, uh, I love this question. I forget who asked this question years ago. Are you successful because of the market or because of your marketing? Right. And for obviously for two years, we were successful because of the market. Like you made more yeah. money than you ever made. And like, I don't think anybody smart people knew that this wasn't going to last forever, that there yeah. was going to be a hangover. Right. And so some people have a hangover today. And so what do you, what do you got to do? Well, I'm a big believer in, like I have written down on my whiteboard here, be brilliant in the basics fundamentals. Like I think of like, um, uh, who's the, the famous, uh, green Bay coach, right? The football coach, Vince Lombardi, Vince Lombardi fundamentals, baby, right? Be brilliant in the fundamentals. And what are the fundamentals? It's database. Stay in touch with your database, reach out to them. It is. So I, I've been playing with this, this, this term, like hybrid loan officer. And what I mean by that is a hybrid loan officer. I think this is kind of the yellow of the future is you've got to um, maintain the fundamentals, which is past client database, uh, sphere of influence, referral partners, et cetera. Like that, I don't think that that's your go-to guarantee. That's your eat your spinach, take your vitamins, get your sleep. You're going to have a healthy business. Then what you layer onto that is, you know, more of the modern stuff. This is where the hybrid word comes in is then you layer onto that, your digital presence, Right whatever that means, social media, that means whether Google pay-per-click ads, that means having a digital presence, an active digital presence. So you can have a net lines in the water, right. To capture what we, what's obvious is people getting business from digital. I think that's the other side of the coin that you also need to play moving forward um, because we know that's where the attention is going to be. Man, there's some good stuff there. You know, one thing is, man, you're dead on like for the last, couple years. I mean, it was just, we're all patting ourselves on the back saying how awesome, amazing we are. It's like, dude, you're, you're, you're on a bicycle going down a hill with a, going down the mountainside with a, with a 50 mile an hour wind on your backside. Of course we did great. You know, I I literally, I literally got a loan while checking my mail because my mailman, I went out to go check my mail. I'm walking out there. He's pulling up at the same time, just by chance, same, same mailman for, I don't know, seven years or so for a long time. And I'm, I'm walking out there you know, we always do our little, you know, I don't know, a couple of times a month, we happen to be out there at the same time, you know, we do our little wave and whatnot. And he, and he stopped me and he said, uh, hey, hey, Carl, let me ask you something. You're, you're in the mortgage business, right? Because I, I see, you know, your mail that comes in, you know, and you're, you're in the mortgage business, right? Yeah. Me and the missus have been thinking about refinancing and just didn't know if it was a good time. It would be okay if we reach out to you. And, you know, you're somebody I, I, I trust. So literally I was checking my mail and we had a loan come in, right? So uh, that's I heard that- Mailbox money right there. <laughs> you know, I, 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 do you know a guy named Jim Reed by chance? I don't think so. I was listening to this dude, Jim Reed. I heard him, I heard him on a podcast and a really smart guy. And he said, um, I'm going to work for the next two years. That would be the work that I should have had to done for the last two years to make the kind of money that I made. Mm-hmm. So for the next two years, I'm going to do the work that should have been required to make the same amount of money I made for the last two years. Mm. And I thought, man, what a great perspective on that. So, uh, so that uh, I thought that was really interesting. Hey, um, all right. So, uh, so, so what LOs should be doing right now is uh, is what I hear you is is fundamentals, and I like the way you say it, and then stack the digital 
stuff on top of it. Like it's not one or the other, it's a stacking process. Did I catch that right? Yeah. I just think, look, it's digital sexy, right? And there's a lot of people pushing, promoting digital. And you see people talking about, I interview people all the time who get deals from digital. Um, you know, whatever that is, fill in the blank. Like I interviewed a guy from Australia who um, got 5,000 leads with a 10% conversion from TikTok. And now some people hear that and they're like, they'll change. Well, that's it. I need to go and be on TikTok. You know, no, 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 no. Right. You got to understand the context and all that kind of jazz and what's right for you. Um, so my point, I guess, in saying that is um, yes, they should be focusing on the fundamentals first and then, you know, build that you build your house yeah. first contact yeah. your past client to contact your I mean, one simple thing is like, how many, how many deals did you close in the past year with listing agents that you have no relationship with? And I know, you know, this very well, your community trains on all this. Um, but that's, that's low hanging fruit. One of the things I'm coaching my, uh, um, LOs on is to call those listing agents or others you have relationships with and just be like, Hey, Carl, what's up, Jeff, blah, 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 blah context. Hey, so obviously the market has shifted and I'm just curious, how's this impacted your business plan for the rest of the year? Like what changes are you going to make and how can I help? Like, you know what I mean? That's another just very simple script that anybody can do. How, how, how do you, uh, so like loan officers that reach out to you, how, how do you help them? Like, what do you, what's, what's, what's your secret sauce? What's the, what's the, what's, what, how do you help loan officers? So I help them with the fundamentals primarily. And then, you know, we also do things on the digital side, but primarily what I do is I help loan officers um, create referrals on demand from real estate agents. And we do that by leading with an educational platform of classes. So they'll go into their local market or over Zoom, they'll teach agent classes to, to uh, realtors. They'll get, you know, 10, 20, 30 agents in a room and they'll have immediate conversations. You know, out of that, if you get 20 agents in a room and you do it well and you follow the system, you should easily get three or four conversations immediately booked before you leave the room, yeah. uh, which of course leads to referrals. So, you know, we give them the whole system plug and play on all the classes and templates and help them fill the room soup to nuts. And that's kind of, kind of primarily what I do. Brother, I can tell you right now, that set of activities has moved the needle for me uh, the most in my mortgage career, literally than, than any, any other single thing for sure that, that, uh, I became like a staple diet down at the local uh, real estate association. Right. And the 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 uh, in our case, a young lady that is the uh, you know works the desk there, mm-hmm. brother. I became her new best friend, you know. And uh, so they would call us up, like uh, like I'd get calls from her sometimes. It'd be like literally seven o'clock at night. Hey, we're supposed to have somebody speak in the morning. You know, right. whatever. They broke their ankle. Their their dog ate their homework or something like that. Uh, we need somebody at, at nine o'clock tomorrow. Can you can you uh, can you step in and help? Yes, I can. Yeah. And uh, that has been a really, really good thing. And having somebody uh, help produce a proven, here, teach this type mm-hmm. of stuff would be, would be an awesome, awesome, awesome thing to have. Um, what, like for you personally, I'm going to ask you kind of a personal question if I can. Sure. For you personally, what's been your biggest business-related challenge in your career? What's been the What's been the hardest thing for you personally? Mm. Well, open the curtain up a little bit and let us look inside. Open the curtain up. Um, yeah, no, no judgment. Uh, so we touched on it earlier with mindset, but specifically for me and mindset, and I think you and I talked about this last time we, we, we chatted, you know, you, you're in your own little world, you're in your own little head and you, you want to make a difference. You want to help people. But for me personally, 
I would always, let's just say this, uh, imposter syndrome, comparison mode. Mm-hmm. I'd be looking at, quite honestly, people like you, people like Barry Habib, people like Todd Duncan, whatever. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to try and go to the market with this thing. And I'm like, gosh, is this really going to make a difference? Like, am I ever going to be considered? Okay. okay. I got to stop you for just a second. Yeah. Dude, this is so freaky. So dude, I'm intimidated by you. Oh, stop. I'm not saying this to be funny. Like you and I are brothers. Yeah. I'm I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not, not not that you're an intimidating guy. It's like, you know, when I saw the, uh, you know, when, when I reached out to you and said, Hey, I'd like to be on the podcast. I was like, God, I hope he says yes. You know? (laughs) And, uh, and, and I'm sitting there going, man, I'm getting ready. Isn't that funny? You you know, you know what that is, man? Mm. That's, that's, that goes back to a thing. I think a, a mutual friend of ours, Frank Kern, taught me this. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, Carl, people don't think about you near as much as you think they do. They're too worried about what you think of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, isn't that funny? I think that <laughs> imposter syndrome, everybody deals with it. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. I've met like you have. I've met some uh, like famous, you know, like real famous people mm-hmm. and uh, and talked to us I, I, and, and talked uh uh, I've met with some famous political figures. I'm not going to say who because yeah, that'll reveal your political. Uh... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I've met with both sides, right? Just I, I love hanging out with successful people like you, and uh, and even even these nationally known. Everybody knows their name. Political, you know, when you're having lunch alone and having a very open, uh, you know, intimate per se uh, conversation, right. they too uh, have this imposter. So, dude, that's too, I had to stop you because as you were saying. Like you, you feel like you had to measure up. And, dude, I swear, I think the same thing when I think of you. Isn't that funny? It is funny, and I don't know what. Yeah, I, I, where does that come from, man? I don't know. I wish I could work through that, but you're right. Everybody suffers with it. And then what's interesting, you more often than not, right? You tell me, is you find out that more often than not, not always, but the person is is, is like cool and humble and you know pretty chill. Almost always. In fact, if they're being totally honest, I would say always. Just sometimes they still play that front. Mm-hmm. You know, I call it a wall. They got that wall up that they're trying to, you know, hide behind. You know, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. And so I'd say always, if I've given the, if I if I'm given an ample opportunity to, to to really get to know them or them me, you know, works both ways. Of course, that uh, that uh, you know, I think it goes back to people, which goes back really to loan officers reaching out to real estate agents. That's- they're not near as big and bad as we, you know, I'm thinking of the big bad wolf kind of thing. I mean, bad right. in that sense. They're yeah. not nearly as big and bad as we think they are because right. they're, they're concerned about what I'm going to think of them. Dude, and, I so relate to that. When I was marketing to agents back early in, early in the day, I was freaking scared to go after these big hitters. You know, Dude, I mean? I'm still scared. <laughs> yeah, it's not was, it is. I'm still scared. You know, that's like, that's like you and I both do a, a lot of speaking, which by the way, anybody that's listening to this, if you ever need a great speaker, Jeff is a phenomenal, dude, Brute, you're a phenomenal uh, 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 presenter. You're just an absolutely spectacular presenter. And, and, and I lost my train of thought of where I was going with that. Agents, so. big hunt, we're hunting, you know, big, bad wolf. I was scared of agents. And you said, yeah, they're, so anyway, they're, 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 I, I think everybody's, uh, everybody has that, has that fear. And I think it's just, uh, you know, there was a, a book, the book was just okay. The title was phenomenal. So the title was feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, that simple, uh, that simple thought has been yeah. a, a game changer for me is, uh, just feel the fear and do it anyway. 
Uh, well, Jeff, I, I uh, uh, you, you, you told me uh, right before we hit the record button, uh, you and I could sit here and talk for literally hours upon hours. You said, hey, man, somehow we got to keep this to somewhere around drive time, 30 minutes or so. Uh, is, is there anything I should have asked you on, on the, this uh, reverse interview uh, thing? I think, see, we had to call that reverse interview TM, little T, little M, you know. Like that, Anything yeah. I should have asked you that I didn't? Um, I'll take, just, your, take your humble hat off. Take my hum- Well, for anybody who wants to learn more about what I do with the agent classes and wants to get referrals on demand from real estate agents, I suggest you go to mortgagemarketing.pro. Go check that out. There's a video I put up there. It'll show you everything. And if it's for you, great. Mortgagemarketing.pro. And uh, let's let's both, all of us together, work through our comfort zone and our imposter syndrome and get you in front of more agents and get more referrals. I can tell you, there's a, there's a fantastic thing that comes with teaching. Uh, mm-hmm. And I call it the golden apple. In every known society, a teacher is always held on a pedestal, mm-hmm. like always. Mm-hmm. And there's this interesting thing that, uh, again, I call it the golden apple, that once somebody teaches us something, and we can all relate to this, once somebody teaches us something, we hold them in great, great reverend, mm-hmm. right? And we want to, you know, the old thing of bring the teacher, teacher an apple. It's not right. the brown nose them or whatever it is. It, it's, it's, it's a gratitude thing. It's like right. you, 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 you want to do that. And I know some of my uh, great teachers, dude, I'll write them pretty good sized checks yes. to teach me. And I still feel like I owe them, you right. know, like I, like I want to, I want to, I want to give back to them. And that's where, when we teach real estate agents, they mm-hmm. want, they, it's just inherent thing. They want to give back to us and how they give back to us is, is referrals. So it's a, it's a remarkable thing. And, yeah. and, and you said something earlier, I want to make sure everybody got, after you teach somebody, when you reach out to try to set a coffee appointment, mm-hmm. it's a much higher conversion ratio because they know you and you're, how do you say it? Like, like a local celebrity of sorts, sure. you know, like, 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 like the weatherman or, or, or the weather lady or something like that. It's a, it's a very interesting dynamic. And I found that teaching, uh, it's been a really, really, really good thing for me. So, uh, agreed. Change st- the dynamic. Yep. Good, good stuff, man. Thank hey, you. Jeff, dude, absolute honor being on your show, man. This was a fascinating uh, interview. It's all these things I always wanted to ask you and, and just, just never had the chance to. And so uh, I appreciate you uh, let, letting us turn the tables on this. And um, hey, can, can I ask you one more? Sure. If, if um, what do you think for loan officers, like what's one problem when solved, mm. solves 50 other problems for them? And, and maybe maybe it goes right back to this teaching thing. Yeah, I know the answer to that already. The answer right. is the answer is client acquisition. Mm. Um, I mean, that's the the number one thing for any business, right? Once you get that solved, everything else becomes easier. And and you know what's cool about the real estate agent thing, man? Some, I heard somebody say one time, say, "Well, Carl, I don't want all my all my loans coming from one source." Well, dude, get two agents and now you have two sources. Get, get 10 agents and now you have 10 sources. <laughs> that's a good, good answer. Yeah. So it's like, dude, that's not what, if, you, if you've only got one agent, one source, you got a problem. I agree with that. It's much, 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 much more stable having a bunch of agents rather than, and I love the digital marketing, right? I love it. And we do a lot of it. But here's the thing about the digital marketing. I am one person's decision at Facebook mm-hmm. where they turn my ads off. Right. And I'm out. Right. 
we had that happen here just not too long ago. Like, like literally as recorded, true story. We literally had that happen three days ago. And Nina, who's the one that run my ad, she said, Hey, just FYI, we're, we're in Facebook jail. We don't even know why we run like you do super clean stuff, right? Super, Mm -hmm. super clean. And Facebook like literally turned off our ads. And so while that's a very good thing to do and we do it, if that was my only source of business, man, would have been in trouble right there. So uh, so I love the agent thing. So it's such a diversification. And you can get this army of agents looking for uh, referrals for you. Exactly. And uh, God, what better business can, can, it's just a wonderful business. So Jeff, thanks again, brother. I really appreciate you and an honor to be on your show. Looking forward to hanging out again soon, buddy. Same here, Carl. Appreciate it very much, man. You take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed that episode and special guest. Most importantly, always remember to never leave the scene of an idea without putting it into action. So whatever the one big idea, one takeaway is from this episode, please make sure you create a plan around that, write it down, put a reminder in your calendar for you, follow through and get some of the resources that were shared and just make sure to take action so you can build momentum on your ideas. And then, of course, if you're interested in more agent referrals and less time with less struggle and building a platform that attracts agents to you and helps you find the best agents in your local area that are actually doing the business and generating referrals on demand, just like Liz Reyes Laforez does, is she recently hosted a class and had 39 agents register for her class, 15 agents attended. Immediately following the class, she got three new purchase loan leads and schedule two appointments immediately after the class. That's just within less than 24 hours of the class. If you want results like that for yourself, make sure to check out the MyAgent classes and Mortgage Marketing Pro membership over at mortgagemarketing.pro for more information. And I'll see you on the next one. Hey guys, what's up real quick. Uh, you've heard about the mortgage marketing pro membership before. And I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our mortgage marketing pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates, 
real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.